Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a Florida man was caught with a full rack of ribs down his pants. The Tony Kornheiser, wow, the best I've ever done is a half rack. Yeah, a Florida man. Are, you gonna, are we going to get to the point where we don't believe any of these stories out of Florida? Are we going to get to that point? I'm, I'm close. There close is a now. website, I believe, called Florida Man Friday, which provides... Are you yes, yes, which provides all of these stories. All of these stories are true. I mean... I don't believe any of them. Oh, no, you have to believe them. They're no. actually all true. No. They're true. It's so easy. You just take a rack of ribs, you stick it down your pants, you try to walk out. I mean, that... That's easy to see happening. And such a great term, a rack of ribs. Rack is great. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, under the table payments, a fractured forearm, and the Jeopardy guy. But we begin today with the Nuggets-Blazers game from last night. Portland won that game in Denver to even the series at 1-1 and steal home court. Damian Lillard scored only 14 points and shot just 5 for 17. Wilbon, if Portland can win with Lillard being just another guy, what does that say about the Denver Nuggets? Well, Tony, they can't win the whole series with him being just another guy. They got other guys, too. C.J. McCollum is a player, and he came up enormous last night. And by the way, Ennis Cantor, who's playing with a partially separated shoulder, has had big numbers. I mean, big numbers relative to a guy with one arm. I mean, you know, it, it, he, he's got he's wearing a, a, a sleeve and a brace. And a yeah, and he's and that. running guys over and knocking them out. Good, yeah, let him run know, them over. Yeah. That's part of basketball. It'd be yeah. okay if it was somebody you liked. But Ennis Cantor, has, who the Knicks threw out, they couldn't find any use for him. Right. Ennis Cantor's got a role there. Good for Portland. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not rooting against Denver because Denver's appealing too. But it doesn't say as much about Denver as it says about Portland. Let me tell you what says something about Denver, okay? Because Lillard was nothing special. Denver shot 6 of 29 from 3 yeah. and 34 of 98 from the field. And Mike, you can't beat anybody in the NBA shooting like that. You can't beat the Knicks like that. I would never count Denver out because they won 54 games this That's year. That's right. They can go to Portland and split. They can go to Portland and win too. But you say that you know, Lillard can't have more games like that. Denver can't have games like this. You, that's terrible. Can't you? They, what did they get in the, in the second quarter at home, like 12 points, something like that? I mean, Sorry, can't, can't win it that It was one. a very, you know, you, you look at that sort of thing and you say, okay, is Portland doing something defensively? Portland scrambles. They've gotten better defensively, a lot better since the All-Star break. But they're not a, they're not a stopper. And so right. Denver was off at home. And look, being off in one game in a series at home can cost you. Because my bet is... Damian Lillard's going to bounce back and be right. Damian Lillard, and particularly in two games at Portland. Can I just so say this? Terry Stotts, who's the Portland coach, mm-hmm. is said to be a huge PTI fan. So I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Tony, I know you don't even want to talk about hick outposts like Denver and Portland and so offends you. Absolutely not. So let's not. talk about New York. Okay. Or someplace you think of as New York light. No, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. SNY, one of New York's 50 sports outlets, is reporting that Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Tobias Harris will all consider the Nets as a free agent destination this summer. The Nets have a playoff team and a ton of money to lure a big-name free agent or two. Tony, let's get right to it. Do you see Brooklyn, not Manhattan, but Brooklyn, being a destination for any of the game-changing free agents on deck? Mike, anything is possible. But Brooklyn doesn't roll off your tongue as a glamorous 
destination. The skyscrapers and the Broadway shows are across the bridge. We've heard this before. And I remember when you took the flag up for Prokhorov, when he first bought the Nets, you said, have you seen the private plane that guy flies? Everybody's going to want to sign with them. And I don't know that they made any particular impact. So my sense of this is that while there are probably for the, the top three free agents, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, probably four to six teams that any one of them could go to. Maybe yeah. Brooklyn's involved, but I wouldn't make anybody the favorite, would you? Tony, that's, that's a good and fair question. I don't know that I would make anybody the favorite right now either, but let me just go back to Brooklyn for a second. Yeah. Because you and I, well, I was in Brooklyn. You didn't actually go to the games because you couldn't let your feet cross the bridge. No, that you would walked be, the bridge. You've told me you walked the I Brooklyn did. Bridge. I'm proud That'll of you. Be treasonous of you to go to Brooklyn as a Manhattan guy, Long Island guy. Long Island me. guy, baby. Long Let me Island. just say this, Tony. You mentioned skyscrapers and Broadway shows. Yeah. 22-year-old brothers ain't necessarily looking at Broadway shows. Okay. Not at that point in their lives. Okay. okay? Sure. And what they do consider, I'm told, is Brooklyn to be the cool place. Brooklyn okay. is the place they go to hang out. Brooklyn is the, the scene of the restaurants and the clubs, and that's where they go. And so they apparently, I'm saying apparently because I'm not uh-huh. a New Yorker, they appear to view Brooklyn differently than you I'm do. Just and Stephen say A. This. Smith, an old guy let's, who go to see let's, Broadway yeah, shows. Let's, not just old guys, but that's fine. Let's just take Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Kevin Durant. If you are making book or where they're going to be, you're crazy. These are unknowable people. That's right. I okay? agree with that. Kawhi Leonard spent seven years in San, in, in San Antonio, and Greg Popovich didn't know what makes him tick. Kyrie Irving was on a championship team and was unhappy and left. Having won a ring, that's unusual. Kevin Durant appears to be miserable all the time, and everybody says he's going to Knicks, he's going to Knicks. I wouldn't bet on that. I, right now, I wouldn't bet on any of them. I wouldn't to go, bet on I anybody. I would not. That's my point. That's my only point. But Brooklyn, no allure to you. Uh, you no, grew up, got, what, wait, 30 wait. miles away, 40 miles away no. you grew up? Uh, no, from Brooklyn? Actually, yeah. about 15 to 18 on the, on the parkways. Yeah. Okay. Our friend David Aldridge wrote in The Athletic, not so much about who should become the Wizards general manager, but what that person must do. Aldridge says that whoever takes that job must trade Bradley Beal the team's leading scorer and best active player. Rebuild with draft picks. Will Bond, do you agree with David? Yeah, Tony, I, I, I do. Um, and just, you know, being on the road uh, where people still know that I sometimes occasionally live in Washington and make it back there, they say, yeah. Bradley Beal. They've got to get rid of Bradley is Tony, this is just a, it's just stated like it's fact, like it's, you know, going to happen. And, and I know players who want to, if they haven't already, called Bradley Beal to say, hey, why don't you come out here? We'd like to have you here if you can get yourself traded. Because Bradley Beal is wanted. He is desired. He is looked at as a great teammate and an attractive player and a a guy who's going to be an all-star and his career enhanced if he's around better players on a better team. That's the perception and the Wizards, how do the Wizards get better otherwise, Tom? Uh, so I'm, I'm going to leave Michael Jordan to the side because he's a special case. But you don't build a team around a shooting guard. He becomes complimentary to somebody else that That's you already right. have. Okay. Michael Jordan, again, he, he's the exception. If you look at the Wizards roster, they got nothing but Bradley Beal. John Wall may never play again. And if he does play again, you may never see the explosion that you saw the first five years that he was in the league. They've already begun to dismantle by getting rid of Otto Porter, and they just got a couple of guys from him. They just got guys. If they go to camp with this team next year, they're going to win 25 games. 
That's all they're going to win. David, maybe that's what they ought to do. David suggests that maybe you go to the Lakers. I think Lakers are a good trade. I think Bradley Beal would do very well in Los Angeles. Maybe you get some picks. Maybe you get Lonzo Ball and Kuzma. Maybe you do that. But the, where the Wizards are now, they have no traction in town at all. The John Wall contract and the John Wall injury sucked the life out of the team, Mike. There's nothing. Tony, this is a familiar position. Weren't we talking about this with Gilbert Arenas? Forget the guns issue. We were what? talking about this. It's hard to forget years ago. the it's guns like issue, Mike. Every ten years, that he this brought happens. loaded guns into the locker room. I, I, I know, but we're talking That's about That's a showstopper, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Lakers aren't the only ones who are interested. No, there's a lot of people would like Bradley Beal. He can average 22 Bradley points on any team in the league. Player, yeah, he's a good player. <clears throat> we now have testimony in the FBI case looking into college basketball cheating that Arizona head coach Sean Miller paid money out of his own pocket. To the tune of ten grand a month to DeAndre Ayton. Former Arizona associate head coach Emmanuel Richardson is heard saying on tape that Miller was paying Ayton, who stayed in Arizona one year and is now in the NBA right there in Phoenix. Tony, does Arizona need to part ways with Sean Miller after yesterday's testimony? Okay, so if there is real evidence, real evidence that Sean Miller paid him at all, he has to go. He has to go that day. Right. But I'm not certain that real evidence is on a wiretap circumstance in which it is possible that this assistant coach talking to whomever he's talking to is sort of trying to get over with that person, maybe make a deal down the road. I mean, I'm just I'm not certain of that. But if it is real evidence, absolutely, he goes me. If I'm running Arizona, this is enough for me at this point. If I'm running Kansas a school that every year some guy comes up for eligibility. You don't know what's going on. I'm wondering if I can't get rid of my coach, too. But I'm not sure that everybody feels that way because it's smoke right now and it is not fire. That's true, Tony, but it's a lot of smoke. Yep. Um, let me say this. I, I agree pretty much with what you said about if I was running Arizona. Now, I don't believe for one second that Sean Miller was paying $10,000 a month to DeAndre Aiden. I don't believe that. Sean Miller is not a billionaire. He's a coach who makes a lot of money, okay? But to have a lot of money at the end of that coaching career when he's in retirement, which, you know, maybe lasts a couple of decades, he's going to need his own money. Right. And I don't believe this. Every few years, Tony, going back decades, and you know more about this than I do, having covered college basketball yeah. when you did. Yeah. Every few years, somebody's paying somebody hundreds of thousands, and it's a lie. I don't it doesn't know that happen. That, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I would need real evidence. Now, where you and I are going to part company on this is that I lay this stuff at the feet of Adam Silver and the one-and-done rule. These kids, are, they spend seven to eight months on a college campus. They don't want to be there. They want to make money. They want to be in the pros. That shouldn't have to be Adam so, Silver's problem. Yes, it is Adam, Adam Silver's lap. Pro- it's Adam Silver. Get rid of Adam the one-and-done. Adam Silver's and not done. the czar of college basketball. It's not, it's not a college basketball circumstance. He's forcing them to go to college basketball because he says you have to put him? a one-and-done one in. It's an NBA rule, Mike. It's not an NCAA rule. It's not. Tony, Tony, it doesn't matter whose rule it is. The NBA doesn't have to sit back and wait to for college rule. basketball and say, oh, Pay our masses or we're going to get in. We're going to commit a, violations. It's what? a bad rule and kids have their hands out because they know in six months they're going to get money. They had their hands out before. We just That's talked about fine. this for decades. Get rid of the rule. There's a big fight Saturday night in Las Vegas between Canelo Alvarez and someone named Daniel Jacobs. Jacobs manager is bent out of shape because the judges in this fight are the same three judges who awarded Canelo the decision over Triple G in September. Jacob's manager says, and I quote, 
I expect them to do the right thing. But if we get robbed Saturday night, I'll be at the post-fight press conference pounded on the table. I will not go down lightly if there's a bad decision, unquote. Wilbon, does the Jacobs camp have reason to be concerned? Yeah, the same reason that people have to be concerned over DeAndre Ayton in Arizona. These stories, these are twin stories. Money under the table to college basketball players, judges under suspicion in boxing. Oh, my God. Who could imagine that? Tony, I remember you were there with me in Seoul in 1988 when the judging was so bad on a Roy Jones flight that we both left the country. We said, that's it. Well, we had to leave the country anyway, Mike. We were going to leave sooner or later, but we left earlier. (laughs) And remember the part, Tony, about the judges being handed gold bars by the trainer from the other kid? I mean, look, I love these stories in boxing because they're part of what makes, gives the boxing its fabric, its character. I love it. I pay it no attention. I suspect all the judges and everybody involved. Okay, so I have two solutions. The first solution is easy. Make Scott Foster the judge because this is the second big story all week about, oh, the refs are out to get us. The refs, and the, the refs second and more reasonable dis- uh, solution is this. You tell your fighter, knock Canelo down, then knock him out. Okay? And that ends all of this. Don't worry about a decision. Knock him down, knock him out. Because he has a right as the champion to the benefit of the doubt, as By we the way, both agree. The, okay. But he doesn't have a right to own the judges, which is what I'm not saying he suggested. owns the judges, but he's the meal yeah. ticket in Vegas. Let's he's take a break. Ticket. Coming up is tonight the night that Joel Embiid breaks through against the Raptors. And does the Jeopardy guy have a future career running a Major League Baseball team? I guess that's what he, that? he's a Cubs fan, Mike, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to take Theo over him for the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Okay. And the interruption is presented by Hornitos Tequila, a shot worth taking. Part of happy hour. I can't believe it. That Gerald is presenting the quarterly budget report with finger puppets. Look, here comes a 1.7% decrease in fixed overhead. Hello, everybody. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico. Who are you? The projected increase in organic Q3 revenue. Hooray! Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Hornitos, part of Happy Hour. All righty then, I got my hat, I got my shawl, my earrings, and my clairvoyance, and I sense the first call. Hey, Tony and Mike, this is Rachel the intern. Do you see Joel Embiid having a breakthrough game tonight? So here are Embiid's statistics, Mike, for the first two games in Milwaukee. He's shooting 7-25 from the floor, which stinks. He's averaging 14 points, which stinks. And he's averaging seven rebounds, which stinks, because he's averaging in the regular season 27.5 points and 14 rebounds, which is why people think he's the breakout star. I see him having a big game, Mike. I think yeah. he goes home, he has a big game, and I see him in a post-game press conference laughing as he ridicules somebody. Tony, I think he's going to have a big game. It's not a breakthrough game. It's a bounce-back game, because as you mentioned, He's done nothing in this series so far. Yeah. I think several Philly guys are going to have big games They're going to win. And Joel Embiid is going to be one of them, should be one of them, although you know, he's going a lot, of those, a lot of that time against Mark Gasol. And so and Gasol, no chopped liver. So it's not going to be easy to have a bounce-back game, but I think he I will I think they win. One. Next. Hey, Tony and Mike. It's Kyle from Cleveland. I want to know if the Indians are going to be okay without Corey Kluber. 
Yeah, they're going to be okay, but are they going to be very good? I'm not sure. He hasn't been much this year, Kluber. He's 2-3, and three and his ERA is 580, which is terrible. But he's the number one pitcher on their staff, and over the last five years, he has more wins in the American League than any pitcher. Only Max Scherzer in all of baseball has more, and in that time, his ERA was 285. He took a, a bro- he's got a broken bone from a batted ball in his right forearm. He's out indefinitely. I, you know, I think they've got to look at Dallas Keuchel now, Mike. Well, Tony, they got to look at deals somewhere. We also know that there's a kind of ace in Toronto who could be available. We talked yeah, about Stroman. that yesterday. Yeah. So, 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 Stroman. So, Tony, I think this is just sad to me uh, for the Indians. You know, they're still chasing that 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 World Series. They didn't get in 16. And now they're losing their ace. You you just it's tough without your ace right now in any team. That's- any team. Hey fellas, this is Dixon. Thanks for taking my call. You see the Jeopardy guy getting a job in baseball? Uh, the guy's name is James Holzauer. He's won twenty days in a row. He's got one point five million dollars in winning. He's a professional gambler who has sort of analyzed how to win the board. It turns out he's a Cubs fan. And it turns out his whole life he wanted to be a GM. Nobody's going to give him a GM job. But, Mike, if he wanted an entry-level job in statistical analysis, I think 25 of the 30 teams will give it to him by 7 o'clock tonight. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, this seems to be the way to get into a uh, uh, Major League Baseball front office. Maybe not just baseball, but, okay, if this kid's well, he dream likes was baseball. baseball, this is how they get there. Tony, I have talked to presidents of baseball clubs who have said they have guys on their staff who do essentially this, yeah. and they have never entered a baseball clubhouse, never been in one, and they're employable. So sadly, I think you're right. No, no, I think he's got a real chance if that's what he wants. He's certainly got enough money to take a low entry-level job. We're nearly out of premonitions, but in our future, I see us discussing who should be the derby favorite now that Omaha Beach has been scratched. You'll handle that, I'm sure. I will. I will. I can. And an update on the minor league career of Tim Tebow. But you will watch the Derby on Saturday, won't you? you watch it. No. Really? Tony, I'm in Houston. I'm at a game. I got a game to cover. At 6.30? I don't know what time it starts. Well, that's the Derby. It's like around 6, 6.30? Yeah, but I got to be in locker room. Oh, what? what? They'll be watching the Derby. No, they don't watch the Everybody Derby. Everybody watches like the they go to Derby. On Broadway. What are you? Pardon the interruption is presented by Hornitos Tequila. A shot worth taking. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 66th birthday, Jamal Wilkes. He was called Silk because he was such a smooth player. He was on two national championship teams at UCLA, playing next to Bill Walton. Four NBA championship teams, one Golden State, playing alongside Rick Barry, three with the Lakers, playing with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All of those players cast a big shadow. What is strange to me is that after averaging 18 a game in the NBA, Wilkes is now nearly forgotten. That's right, because he didn't shoot threes. They didn't do that back then. This guy was a great player. How about the judgment to always be alongside those Hall of Famers, Tom? Happy anniversary, Damian Lillard, on this day five years ago with less than a second remaining and the Blazers trailing by two. Lillard drained a catch-and-shoot three-pointer to close out the Rockets. Clueless millennials declared Lillard shot over playoff P last week when the game was tied. One of the greatest shots in NBA history when it wasn't it even as good as this. So glad can... we can see Dame being Dame because there's nothing like a Dame, nothing in this world. There's nothing that says that both those shots can't be among the greatest playoff shots of all time because they are. You're hating, you're hating on a small market guy. That's really beneath Nothing you like be. a dame. I told you that. Happy Trails, Omaha Beach. 
The Derby favorite has been scratched with an entrapped epiglottis. This is a throat injury that is not considered career-threatening. In fact, early reports indicate the horse could be ready in three weeks, which would make him available for the last of the Triple Crown races, the Belmont Stakes. In his absence, the new favorite is Bob Baffert's game winner, and that's the horse my friend Eddie picks. How about you? You know, I want to do a little uh, reporting and find out if Dame Lillard owns part of Game Winner. Is there such a thing? Can you do that? Do you think sure. he does? Really? All right, we'll see. Let's go to the big finish. Let's Noah Syndergaard pitched a four-hit shutout, hit a solo homer to lead the Mets to a 1-0 win over the Reds. You've got to be impressed with that. Of course, Tony. That's the definition of two-way play right there. The Hurricanes are up 3-0 on your Islanders. Defend your team. I can't. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to see the Islanders win, but 3-0... This just doesn't look good. Steve Weish of the NFL Network reports that your boy Sean Lynch would return to the Raiders if the team wants him. Do you see that happening? I got two words. So what? When it comes to Marshawn Lynch at this point. Tim Tebow hitting 143 in AAA through 21. Your thoughts? It's early, but that that's not good enough. He was a wonderful, wonderful football player. This may not be good enough to get to the majors. Last one, Bruins, Blue Jackets, and Sharks, Avalanche tonight. Who you got, Ace? I'm going to go with the Bruins and the Avs, Tony, to tie those series at two each. I picked them before this. They did, and you're lost. I'm not losing tonight. They're winning. Out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Alex Beach won the PGA Tour.